0: On this edition of the New Channel Sports Podcast, we are going to discuss Doc Rivers being named the new head coach of the Philadelphia 76ers. We also dive into some comments made by Kyrie Irvin, and we discuss the age-old question, Michael Jordan or LeBron James?
1: Leo, he's won championships with how many different teams? Whereas MJ only won on one team Well every champion Every team this guy's been on He's won a championship So that'll be It'll heavily lean towards that The fact that Everywhere he's been And every team that he's been on He's been able to win A championship Multiple championships
0: Yeah I I think that If LeBron James Is able to get to six Then You know if i'm talking to myself i'll be like oh and you have to have a serious conversation now about whether or not he's a goat or not yeah. because not only would he have gone to six but he would have gone to six between the age of 35 and possibly 40. you would think that because after, after 40 I don't, I don't see him winning any more championships but between that time frame for him to be able to do what he's still doing right now and that the intensity he's still playing competitive basketball you're tuned into the new Channel Sports Podcast, the ultimate sports talk podcast. This is the new Channel Sports Podcast. My name is O. N. Y., the one and only. This is episode 99 It is such a pleasure for you guys to be listening to us We are one episode away Well actually not one episode away We're just, The next episode is going to be episode 100 So make sure you guys tune in to episode 100 You guys that entered for a chance to win You know it's a $100 gift card And $100 worth in Twin Peaks gift, gift cards If you haven't entered yet Just go to our Facebook page and go to the very first post, and you have your opportunity to enter to win for the hundred dollar gift card and the hundred dollar um, twin piece gift card. To my left, lo, You're a long time, brother.
1: Yes, sir. How you doing, sir? I'm doing great, man. I'm doing. I'm awesome. This is episode ninety nine. Ninety nine. You know what I think of when I think of ninety nine? Ninety nine problems. Well, that too. <laughs> but I was gonna say Warren Sapp.
0: Oh, Warren Sapp. I, yeah,
1: I, yeah. I, just anytime I hear it, or see ninety nine, I think Warren Sapp for some reason. He was a great defensive tackle.
0: Yeah, he was one of the best. And sitting all the way across for me, a little bit further than you might think, but he's Sent all the way across <laughs> for me, big time. Trey,
2: what is the deal, bro? Hey. What's up, man? How you doing? The one and only? Uh, (laughs)
0: Why you guys say it like that?
2: I mean, (laughs) I I like like that I I like the one and only. I like that. I like Uh, that. What's up, man? How y'all doing today? We're doing good. Excellent. Hey, can we give a shout out to to Cowboy Nation? Are you ready to do that yet? Oh man.
1: I I missed it. I missed it, man.
2: Are you ready to give a shout out to Cowboy Nation? Um, No. Go here. No, no. no, no, Shout out to Cowboy Nation. I'm never gonna do that. Brave Nation, we you know we advanced to the second round of the playoffs, and the, and you know I got to give a shout out to, to the Western Conference <laughs> champions, <laughs> Laker Nation. You know how long I've been waiting to say that? Oh, <laughs> you know how man. long I've been waiting to say it? It's, it's all because years. of the bra. Hey, bra. I, I take it. I think the bra, but wait, but that's neither here nor there. I mean, the bra wasn't done by himself. Hey, hey, hey we, we, I'm sure we're gonna talk about this. If
0: not, I'm gonna hijack the show, and we're gonna talk about it for sure. Oh, I know you are. You gonna you gonna do what you wanna <laughs> do anyway. As a matter of <laughs> you in Houston, you in San Antonio, hey. you in Bangladesh, hey. you gonna do what you got to do. <laughs>
1: that's that's <laughs> trade day for you, man. That's that's what you do. he do. He does what he does. Oh, it's, man. It's, it's good to see you, Trey.
0: It's good to see you too, yeah. brother. Same here, man. Same here. All righty, so let's get right into it. We're gonna start off with famous athletes famous quotes been a long time been a long time
2: new channel sports podcast presents famous athletes famous quotes you know how this, this
0: works i'm gonna give you guys some clues okay and instead of you trying to guess who it is after each clue i'm just gonna name each clue and if you know who it is just say you know who it is just spell the name okay and then if you guess who it is or not i'm gonna play the most famous quote from this person okay ready No cheating, low. No Google. (laughs) No nothing like that. You ready, Trey? I'm ready. All right. So, first clue he was the youngest player to reach 10 titles at his sport, accomplishing the feat in 1987 at the age of 24. He joined his father in the Hall of Fame in 1988. This athlete is one of the most active players and is known for his maverick, rebellious personality. Y'all both had this confused look on your face. In 1985, in a Sports Illustrated article, he admitted to spending a four-week stretch on tour in a complete blackout, staying up late on end with cocaine and drinking a fifth of Jack Daniels every night.
1: Is the sport golf? No. I don't think it's any of the
0: three major sports. It's not. It's not. He was featured in a 10-pin bowling sports documentary, A Legend of Ordinary Gentlemen. Now, you got to guys think of any, any bowler that has a, a famous quote. I don't know no bowlers. <laughs> <bunch of> tra- <laughs> Trade you know any bowlers? Not many. He has won 37 titles on the PBA Tour. Dean Weber. There you
2: go! <laughs> there you go, Trey. There you go, Trey.
1: Trey's got this encyclopedic
2: like, knowledge. Man. That's, that's no, this, yes, my bad. I, I did know one, Bo, but when you when you uh, start thinking about it, I mean, he's one of the most, I'm a little older than y'all, so I have mm-hmm. a good idea about that. You know what his famous quote is? I do not know what his favorite quote is, but I know he makes, I got a pair of his shoes. Oh, wow. Oh, that's, that's what's up. Wow. Not of his, not of his <laughs> shoes. What a- he, but he, my bowling—I don't know if y'all know this—but I, I have four bowling balls, a couple pair of bowling shoes, and like two bowling bags. Like I enjoy bowling, I really do. Mm-hmm. So my shoes are his shoes. Oh,
1: okay. okay. So his brand of shoe. Well, so, so
2: his famous quote is kind of
0: like a, kind of like a rant almost. So he's playing, and I guess he hit this—he hit this big time strike—and he just goes off. He says um, something along the lines of. I got it. I'll just play it. I'll just play it for you because I can't even say what he said. But this is this is uh Pete Weber's uh, famous quote:
2: strike to claim it.
0: All right, so that was uh, Pete Weber's famous quote. Who do you think you are? I am. He just starts <laughs> going off. It also was played on a, on a uh, particular, Cole. Cole had on one of his songs, in the beginning of one of his songs, or the middle one of his songs, I believe, uh-huh. where that quote was being played. But he just, he hits that strike. And then he just goes off. Who do you think you are? I am. I don't know what he's saying. Half of the thing, I don't even know what he's saying. Amen. So,
2: and Is that our first bowling reference on this show in four years?
0: Yes, Three probably years? so. Yes, sir. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know why you cut off there, but yeah, that probably is our first one. I, I don't think I've ever played anything from bowling at all. Ever. <laughs> ever, ever, ever.
1: It's time for
0: Headlines. The Titans and the Steelers. Postpone their game because of um, some players have actually tested positive for the coronavirus. That game will be postponed until October 25th. 13 players and team personnel tested positive for the Titans this week. The game between the Steelers will be postponed. So um, I, that's that's only been the first time since this season has started that any team has been affected by coronavirus to this effect to where we're at to postpone the games. Um, so hopefully that's just like a little speed bump in the season. But what do you guys think? You think there's going to be something that extends more than that or not?
2: Well, I think the way that it's working right now, I think it's going to be hard for them not to have this continue to be a problem. I don't know why the Titans are having to postpone their game and the Vikings aren't. I just don't, I don't understand that. They just played the Vikings. I know they said the Vikings didn't have any positive tests and I know they're getting tested every day. But that just, I don't know, that's a little weird to me um, that that's the case. The NFL can't afford for this to happen. The right. NBA, people laughed at the NBA, and it cost a lot of money for them to be able to do it, but the NBA, unfortunately, got it right um, in the way that they did the whole bubble format and things like that, and I thought it was going to be boring as hell, but it wound up being a lot better than I thought. With the NBA players, I mean, NFL having 53-plus players and coaches going home every day, this is bound to happen again. This is just the beginning. So I wouldn't be surprised if they try and do something a little bit later to sac- to salvage the season. Otherwise, we can't push this back too much further. Right.
1: Yeah, I mean, these NFL teams have gone, I mean, we're three weeks into the season, going into four weeks. And this is the only set of cases that we have. But I'm really interested to see how this even happened in the first place. Because now you've got 13 players. Uh, between players and staff personnel you know that's 13 people that have it who knows who who they've come up come up so do we do we know how this how this how it started or maybe they're
0: speculating since none of the vikings players got it it must have been something that happened after the game where Mm -hmm. some of the titans players were out doing something because one of the practice squad guys Mm -hmm. also got the coronavirus as well so that's what's speculative right now but Mm -hmm. we don't know exactly for sure what happened
1: yeah hopefully this is just localized to the tennessee titans and it's for me, to, 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 with everything that we've been talking about uh, all of this time with, you know, the NFL taking so much time to get to a place where we're having testing, having these things. The fact that we're, you know, almost four weeks in and, uh, you know, this is the only set of cases that we have. It, it's, I, I, I do uh, commend the NFL for the job that they've done, but hopefully it's just centralized to the the Titans.
2: I mean, when 45s can get it. <laughs> uh and be rushed to a hospital then i guess ain't nobody is safe nobody and maybe is safe. It really maybe it really <laughs> is real yeah. but um yeah we've got i mean and I don't, I've, I've enjoyed these nfl games a lot more than i thought i would you know i'm not a big fan of no fans i hate it i hate it i absolutely i detest it i can't stand it but the games have been a lot better than i thought they were going to be to be quite honest with you scoring's up like we predicted they would be right um And I just think that, I mean, I don't think the NFL can afford it. Right now, people are allowing people slowly but surely to get back into these stadiums. Um, The Texans, I think, are allowing like 13,300 some odd fans to play. I mean, to go and um, watch them play. The more this happens, I think the more they're going to pull back from that and take away from, you know, at least some resemblance of normalcy. And I I just want it to be normal. And I just hope the new normal is not empty stadiums.
1: Yeah. I mean, players are just going to have to be really, really careful what they do. And it might have been one of these young players going out to the to the butt-nicker club or something. You know, and, and, and <laughs> it's it, 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 something, something weird. Jimmy! Yeah.
0: <laughs> <laughs> I knew you were going to say that sometime during this podcast.
1: <laughs> something weird happened, man. You know, that, that, that good old Tennessee barbecue, man. So, after <laughs> the game, probably went out there and celebrated,
0: man. But they just got to be careful. Right,
2: right, right. But, hey, man, but let me ask y'all. Have y'all been out in Nashville before? No, I've I, I have not. What? I have it. <laughs> <What>? <laughs> Nashville's a good time, man. And let's just say I'll, I'll leave it at that. Nashville's a great time. Right. My, yeah, it's a good time. We'll talk about it after the podcast, bro. <laughs> <laughs> what you
0: talking about? All right. So um, another headline: Landon Donovan um, pulled his pro soccer team from the field after an alleged homophobic slur. His pro soccer team, San Diego Loyal, walked off the field in protest Wednesday after a member of his squad claimed an opponent use a homophobic slur on the pitch. They were playing against the uh, Phoenix Rising FC in a USL game in San Diego when one of Landon's players said a verbal insult was hurled his way just before halftime. The player, Carlin Martin, is an openly gay man, reportedly claimed that Junior Flemons called him a baddie boy, which is known in Jamaican dialect as a anti-gay slur so what do you guys think about that
2: kudos to landon donovan it's so funny you say this because in my new role i actually had a conversation about this today i mean it's 2020 and to each his own to what you do whatever the heck you want to do but i mean what does that have to do with you and for you to be able to i don't i have zero tolerance for ignorance so whether it's you know homophobic slurs or racial slurs and stuff like that man it's 2020 you just got to You don't have to agree with it you don't have to like someone because of the color of their skin but it costs zero dollars and zero cents to mind your own damn business right um and keep that stuff to yourself so kudos to him for doing that i think that's i think that's good good for him yeah i
1: mean how pissed off do you have to be you know when you're playing a sport you're supposed to be focused on the the result of the game and your team winning and you're you're that angry that you know you got to make it personal you know this is supposed to be a, a sport where whether it's men or women you know you're playing with teammates brothers sisters and y'all, it's about this about the game it's about the love of the game man and the fact that you're bringing your own personal feelings to the show onto the field you know that's that's uh that's that's not humane you know and and absolutely kudos to him and i think right now with everything that's going on and everybody being uh very focused on uh race and gender and sexism and all of these things that we're going to be seeing us a lot more right people are going to be very intolerable of of ignorance and racism and sexism and 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 gender bias and all of these things man so you know big ups uh big ups to him
0: yeah landon donovan did exactly what you need to do in that situation as far as all this stuff is concerned there there'd be no tolerating it anymore and i have to give a big upset walk out on that game like that they had a 3-1 lead going at the halftime wow so he was like man forget that he got into a little argument or discussion with the reps about that it's not supposed to be allowed in the game mm-hmm. and after the refs kind of were like uh whatever he decided to take his team off the field and they just they just left so uh that's awesome them, man yeah it yeah. is that's it awesome is. that's awesome all right so Dwayne wayne johnson tweets out that the xfl plans to return in 2020. earlier in august he purchased the xfl for 15 million dollars in 2020 not, not 2020, 2022, I'm sorry, 2022, oh, okay. yeah, I'm about to be like, they return in December? No, 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 in 2022, thanks for correcting me, Trey, they will return in 2022 to play some XFL football, uh, what do you guys think about that, the XFL returning in 2022?
1: This is dope, and, uh, you know, third time's a charm, Right. you know, I, I'm a big believer in threes, man, It's my favorite number, third time's a charm, and this is pretty cool because The Rock was an actor in a show called Ballers, and he ended up, you know, being an owner of a franchise, uh, combating the NFL and, and its owners And all that stuff And the fact that now You're talking about An actual owner of a league that, that, That's huge Right To see that transition From TV to real life um, So I, I'm very happy about it I can't wait to see The XFL come back I thought that They were in a good place um, And unfortunately COVID hit And then you have The whole financial struggle Struggles with uh, Vince McMahon And um, And uh, who's it was, or was it Archie Manning I think was uh yeah with It'll Archie, Archie Manning. Manning, yeah, yeah, yeah Archie Manning yeah so you got the whole situation man but I'm, I'm very excited about it uh they still got infrastructure in place um uh, they've still got you know people they can call back teams are still in place and things like that man so I think uh I think this would be great I think uh, the NFL will actually have some competition coming up
0: hmm.
2: I got it I don't know how much competition the NFL is going to have but the xFL especially in Houston man that was wild yeah I mean it was Love wild in huh <laughs> the Roughnecks man yeah the Roughneck I mean like but to see them being able to do that and perform and people I mean it is Texas so we love football oh, yeah. but to see them be able to put a product on the field that people enjoyed I think was really really good mm-hmm. what I like about The Rock though is The Rock is all about entertainment value <clears throat> so if if the XFL was supposed to be entertaining and I know Vince McMahon is I mean, hell Vince McMahon is you know started the whole WWE stuff but The Rock I mean, with his Hollywood appeal and his friends and the people that'll be uh, surrounding it, I'm excited, you know, for the XFL and for some of those players to have an opportunity to to key, continue to play. Um, you can't beat that. So I hope it does come back. Um, and 2022 can't come fast enough for them to be able to do something like that. Yeah, it was doing pretty well um, during his stint here in 2020. So
0: yeah, I'm pretty excited to see it come back as well. I don't think he's going to compete with the NFL in any form or fashion, but at least having another league there where the players can play and have the opportunity to showcase some of their skills and maybe go into the NFL, that's that's great cuz I think the quarterback for the uh, Roughnecks actually got to an NFL team also cuz he played so well in the XFL.
1: Yeah, so. there were there were a number of players that are now playing uh, in the NFL. We're mm. back to playing in the NFL, you know, because of that. Um so it'll be a good little uh, feeder system.
0: Mm, yeah. I agree, I agree. Last headline before we get into our topics, the NBA Finals ratings hit a record low for the Lakers Heat Game 1. Wednesday's Game 1 between the Lakers and the Heat averaged 4.1 rating with about 7 million viewers, wow. making it the least watched NBA Finals game since 1998. Wow. The previous low of 5.2 with about 8 million came in 2003 for Game 2 between the Nets and the Spurs. What do you guys think about that? What, what do you think is um, contributing to this these low ratings? It ain't sexy. Haters.
2: <laughs> Haters. Haters. Of, oh, all, Haters of the heat? Haters so, of the I mean like I, let's be real the worst thing that could have happened for the NBA was for Giannis Antetokounmpo and his boys to I don't want you to edit this podcast you know what I mean. <laughs> Big but face. when Giannis, <laughs> you, big when face. Giannis and them lost that killed the east i mean it just it literally killed the east it'd be like the chiefs now i would say the chief the chiefs of the patriots not making the super bowl if the chiefs of patriots don't make the super bowl the hell are we gonna watch mm-hmm. like it's just not the world doesn't want to see that yeah and so now you have the lakers who i mean lebron's gonna draw no matter what you've proven you've seen that because this is what is 10 nba finals LeBron's going to draw AD's going to draw but the heat and now you see what's happening with them now with Dragic hurt and You hurt like nobody want to watch that crap um, <laughs> and even and even with them healthy I mean if you're not a Laker fan you really don't care I've been waiting on this night like, for 10 years yeah. so I'm going to watch every single second of it I don't care if they're what by 40 I'm watching it but um, yeah Duncan Robinson I mean nothing against them they played well they deserve to be there but Duncan Robinson Tyler Hero really 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 good young basketball players. Bam Adebayo good basketball players but those names don't sell tickets they don't get people to tune in to watch basketball the other thing though was this was on Wednesday night yeah right yeah yeah it was Wednesday night so there was nothing they were up against nothing they were up against absolutely nothing so it doesn't surprise me but nobody wants to see the Lakers win again and, and a lot of people who don't want to see LeBron win again mm. so it doesn't surprise me one bit it,
1: it's, it's not a sexy matchup at all like, no one knows. And just like you said, uh, Trey, no one knows the players on the Heat, man. You know, you got Jimmy Butler, but Jimmy Butler is not a – he's not a Dwayne Wade. He's not a LeBron James. He's not an AD. You know what I mean? So – and then plus you got – now you got, you know, your, some of your most talented players hurt uh, uh, on the Heat. So, yeah, people don't know who plays for the Heat. They ain't trying to see that. They want to see uh, – uh, you know they want they they probably you probably get a bigger draw with boss the Boston Celtics. No, no doubt. No, yeah, that would have been I mean? a
2: big, much bigger draw. Yeah,
1: absolutely. You know, and then something like uh, hell the 76ers, that that would have been something. You know, something to see. You know, some drama, some heat. You know, something there. But um, yeah, it, it's just it's just not an enticing matchup, man. Unfortunately, you know, it, 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 we were kind of talking about this earlier, man. It, there, there might be that good old asterisk there, man, because uh, you know the way the way the hey, the, the we're way, not
2: taking no asterisk talk now. No, no,
1: Cut I, it out. No, no, no. Look. They deserve it. The Lakers deserve that they, they, they worked to get there, you know, but because now you've got this matchup with the Heat, now they've got all their players, now that Astros Talk's gonna come. You know, but this is gonna be a win. I think they're gonna sweep it. And uh, you know, this is this is this is the Lakers for uh for them to take.
0: So I have he- been hearing some things about people actually protesting the NBA just because of the whole Black Lives Matter thing and all the the kneeling for the anthem. You guys think that has anything to do? With the low ratings for the the beginning of the finals no i don't think so
2: you know that never even crossed my mind but you could be right
0: Mm. i have absolutely could be right yeah i have heard that a little bit here and there as to that it may have you know with all the protests and stuff but it may have rubbed some people the wrong way so that it's decided to just tune it out completely all right so that was headlines some of the topics that went on during the week let's get right into our main topics I want to talk about this coach, Doc Rivers, the former coach of the Los Angeles Clippers. He led the Clippers to the playoffs. They had a 3-1 lead. They blew that lead to the Denver Nuggets. Doc Rivers was fired, and now he is the new head coach of the Philadelphia 76ers. He's going to be coaching Joel Embiid and Ben Simmons and that you know relatively young squad. How do you think Doc Rivers is going to fit in with the Philadelphia 76ers?
2: Can you say Clippers 2.0? <laughs>
0: why, do you, why do you say that? I mean, I don't even think it's that. Y'all should, see,
2: y'all should see his face.
0: Because all the other teams that Doc Rivers has coached, you know, you talk about the Boston Celtics. They had some veteran players there that had some success in the league. He coached the Clippers. They had some pretty, you know, veteran players. Kawhi Leonard has won a championship before he got there. Now he goes to a brand new team, Joel and and Ben Simmons have not tasted any championship glory here in the NBA. So it's going to be kind of interesting to see what what exactly can Doc Rivers do for that team to get them over the hump. Even though he was able to do it with the Clippers, who already had a pretty talented roster with some veterans there to have tasted some success, I don't know how good of a hire this is for the Philadelphia 76ers, honestly.
1: One of my issues is this. when Because Doc now has had, two complete teams with the Clippers. Right? Mm-hmm. So you had uh, you had the team with Chris Paul right. and, them, and then you had his current team that you know he'd been fired from and they couldn't win championships. You've had all the talent probably the most talent out of every team uh, every team in the league and you couldn't take those teams to a championship so now is it the players or is it, or is it the coach? Is it coaching style or you're not getting the most out of your players? Alright. Now you're going to go to the 76ers. One thing that he cannot cure he cannot cure injury. Ben Simmons, off injured. Joel Embiid, off injured. You got my boy Al Horford and his old butt. He needs to just his <laughs> You know what I mean? But you need you need to put a team together. But, you know, I think that they're going to give him all the leeway that he needs to put a team together. But I think you're going to see a team that has great regular season wins and but is still going to struggle to the playoffs. You know, so we got to figure out what's that missing piece because we've seen it with the Clippers. And, yes, he won uh, championships with the Celtics. But what's going on with the Clippers and what's going to happen with the 76ers?
0: Mm.
2: Yeah, you know, I like Doc Rivers. I like Doc Rivers a lot. And being in San Antonio now, people here thought that he was going to take over for Pop. They thought he was going to come here and take over for Pop and Pop left. That's what they thought, Um, which would have been a great fit for San Antonio being that he was here before and everything else. I just don't know, to to, to Lowe's point, I think those are great points, Lowe. I just don't see them getting over the hump. Now, I said that to say, I think... Brad Stevens is probably really one of the best coaches in the Eastern Conference. I don't think Giannis Antetokounmpo will finish his career in Milwaukee. I really don't. You can write it down, take a picture. I'm just telling you. I think I don't think he'll finish his career there. And if he leaves, then I think the Sixers, that opens up the door for them to be well. But are they going to be in a position to win? And will people, will veterans, will, one, will someone who's a veteran player risk going there for an opportunity to win when Doc hasn't proven You know, outside of that great – I mean, I shouldn't say great, but a really, 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 really good Celtics team, he couldn't do the same thing with a really, 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 really good Clippers team. So I don't think the game is passing by. I think he's great. I think he's going to be great in somebody's front office one day, but I don't think that's a good fit. I I just don't think that's a good fit for Doc. I feel bad for him. I know he's got to do what he's got to do, but I I don't think it's a good fit.
1: Really and truly, I think with everything going on, I, I think he's probably better off coming to Houston.
2: Houston? Uh, yeah, I, I thought he I was think, going to
1: Houston. Yeah, I, I, I thought, thought he would have been better off. I, I think he's got a – because it's a different type of team. And what I mean by that is, okay, with the Clippers, with both Clippers teams, I don't think he's have, he's had great shooters in any one of those teams. Okay? And now you don't have any shooters with the 76ers, where at least with the Houston Rockets, you add a couple of pieces there, and then you've got hardcore coaching where he's going to be able to relate with the, with the Houston Rockets players. You get some extra pieces there. You know, then I think you've got something going, because now he's going to be able to build a hardcore, tough Houston Rockets team that not only has shooters, but then you add a couple of uh, uh, pieces there. I think then you have a championship caliber, uh, caliber team, but that's a totally different type of makeup than what he's accustomed to. So I, I thought Houston would have been a much better fit. Um, Lo,
2: I, I agree with that, man. I didn't mean to cut you off, but I agree yeah. with that wholeheartedly, but the problem is the Rockets, I think, I think they would have been they would have welcomed the change that Doc Rivers would have bought, brought. The problem with the Clippers is he arguably had two of the top, what, between Kawhi and Paul George. Would you say two of the top 10, top 10, top 12 players in the league? Yeah. Is that fair? Yeah, yeah, absolutely. He had two of the top 12 players in the league on the same team, right? right? And, a, and, and, and what people thought was a good surrounding cast preached defense and said that this was going to be their staple and it was going to get them over. And they lost a 3-1 lead right. to the Nuggets, a team, the, their counterparts, the people they share a stadium with, literally blew out minus one game, right, and, and beat them in five games. So Doc had to exit Los Angeles, but Philadelphia. Th- I didn't see that one coming at all. I did not. I didn't see that coming at all. I, I was. I was. I would have bet a mortgage payment that he was going to Houston. I mm. just knew Houston was going to scoop him up. Mm, well, I
0: mean, well, I don't. I don't think he would have been a good fit either place. Honestly, mm. I don't think Houston uh, would have appreciated. When I say Houston, I say more James Harden. What Doc Rivers has to offer to him. I think James because Harden. Because he preaches defense and Harden doesn't play it? Right. Or right. What? You know, this, yeah. I mean, yeah, in a nutshell, you know, he's going to preach defense. He's going to ask him to, you know, play hard. He's pretty much a player's coach as well. Right. So I don't think that's going to be something that's going to really um, motivate James Harden to play any differently. Um, so I don't think he would have been a good fit here in Houston as well. I love Doc Rivers. I really do. I wish it would have worked out here with the Clippers. I thought he had a good team too with Chris Paul. That should have been a team that went. Further in the playoffs, the Absolutely. year when they were up 3-1 against the Rockets, Absolutely. there was no excuse for them losing that 3-1 lead to the Rockets. James Harden didn't even play in that last stretch that got them to that win to continue that series. So it was actually, uh, what's the guy's name? Jimmy Was it Jimmy Smith? Forgot his name, but you know he Josh Smith. I mean, I said Jimmy Smith. J- Trey got Jimmy on my on my head, but it was Jimmy. Josh- <laughs> his name is Jimmy Hart. And his name is Jane. <laughs> it was uh, Josh Josh Smith who actually led the Rockets to win that game, the elimination game, and go on to win that series. So I do think that it's going to be very interesting to see what happens here in Philadelphia because Joel Embiid and Ben Simmons know what's on the table now. They know they looked at as a team that should be doing a lot better than what they are. Doc Rivers, on the other hand, is also has that stigma on him as well as a coach that can't finish
2: and can't lead his team to a championship. Wait a second. Doc Rivers does not have that stigma because who was a head coach in Boston when they won a couple championships? Right now, the stigma for Doc Rivers
0: is that he can close out right now. With Boston having Kevin Garnett and Ray Allen and Paul Pierce, those veterans on that team, before that, Doc Rivers was thought of as a coach that could get you to a championship. But being with the Clippers and having both those teams, you have Kawhi Leonard as one of the best players on the planet. You have Chris Paul-led team, Blake Griffin at the time. Mm-hmm. Those two teams could have potentially gone to the finals. They didn't even make the they Western Conference finals. Jordan. should have. DeAndre and DeAndre Jordan. Jordan was ar-
2: right. DeAndre Jordan was arguably one of the best centers in the NBA at that time, At that too. time, absolutely. So yeah. absolutely. Yeah. 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 yeah, so
0: right now, I think Doc Rivers is labeled as a coach that people may see as can't necessarily get you to that point, to the promised land. Yeah. So it's going to be interesting to see with that team that's underachieved, that people think underachieved, and with this coach that people think have underachieved, if they mesh together, what can happen there? Because when you look at the Eastern Conference also, it's not that strong of a conference. Yon-Santo DeCupo and the Milwaukee Bucks are looking for answers. Miami made it to the finals, but can they continue... To make it to the finals year after Not year. Not with this roster. Right. Exactly. With this roster. exactly. So the Eastern Conference, it's gonna be very interesting to see what the E for is gonna turn into with Doc Rivers over there as well. Mm-hmm. But I don't think he would have been a good fit fit in Houston also. I think James Harden needs something different.
2: You know, I picked I was picking the I was torn between the Sixers and Celtics to make it to the finals, if you right. guys remember that. Right. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um I did say watch out for the Heat. I did say that, but the Sixers were I thought my sexy pick to make it to the finals. So adding somebody like Doc Rivers to the mix will definitely help them, but they're missing a couple of pieces. I'm t- they should have never let JJ Reddick go. Mm-hmm. They should have never let him leave. Um, McConnell. People say what they want to about that kid, but when he played there and he played in the system with that team, they did. They played pretty well. They've got a good. They've got a good basketball team. So I'm. I'm hoping Doc Rivers. Um, Bring puts it together. I'm, I'm, re- I'm really rooting for him. I just don't see it happening. He, he's, he's gonna
1: make them play hard. I don't know what was going on with Joel Embiid. I think that man was out of shape, but he's gonna make those boys play hard. But if somehow, some way, by the grace of God, <laughs> by the grace God. of God, <laughs> if someone could teach Ben Simmons how to, how to shoot, well, I was about to cuss. If someone could teach happen. that man how to shoot, ain't right, it ain't gonna It's that, that
0: even, was, not even about that. Is he willing to shoot the ball? Like that's, that's he, why, why no he no so no. He does why not are you need so shoot. Why is so scared No need, no, no, so, no So what so what do you think it is? Because you, so, no. so so you, you, you you need scores. Like who are your your certified you scores You don't think you it will help Ben Simmons' game if he developed a jump shot, a mid range or something? Something. I, mean, I think it would help his game tremendously if he would just. It go ain't out gonna there.
2: happen. It's not gonna happen.
0: Even though even if it's not gonna happen, it would. Definitely help his um, career and his game if he develops some kind of jump shot, so that defenders can play him a little bit closer. Because he can beat any defender off the dribble if he really wants to, or he can back so him down in the post.
2: There's one person in the NBA right now that I think Ben Simmons could talk to to probably fix this problem, and he's somebody that will be a, hopefully be an NBA champion in the next few about a it's week. About or Ray so. Rondo. You already know. <laughs> you already know. Knows. He don't have a jump <laughs> you know, shot either. Yeah. You know, a few years ago. People would leave. People would be within ten feet of Rondo, like they were not guarding Rajon Rondo, and he's made some big buckets during these playoffs. He made a couple big buckets last game, right. and um, and in Game Five against the Jazz, actually all the games against the Jazz uh, Nuggets. I mean, but Ben Simmons, it's mental. But when you're the biggest, fastest, strongest player on the court, from the time you're ten years old to the time you're eighteen years old. And you don't have to have a jump shot. And all you do is just blow by everybody and go to the basket and dunk or layups time after time after time. You don't work on that stuff. You just don't. And so now he's in the position where he has to have a jump shot. He's never had to have a jump shot in his life because he's, the, he's been the biggest, strongest, fastest, most athletic person on the court. Now you come into the NBA and you're like, whoa. And you got about another 20 people, 30 people, just as big, as fast, as strong as you are. He's got some catching up to do. Oh, he's got a lot of
0: catching up. How old is he right now? I don't know. I think he's about 24, 25. About 24. Like that. Yeah. Okay. So
1: by the time he hits 27, his body's going to start breaking down. 27, his body's going to start breaking down. So he's got a couple more years to keep, you know, keep this up. Because otherwise, he's, he's looking 24. at a shorter – he's 24. Yeah, he's 24. Okay. okay. 24. okay. So he's got about, and, and
2: he was in Australia. You know damn well he right. was the best basketball player out there. Oh, of course. <laughs>
1: so, he's got about four years. Yes, he's got about four years. That would put him about 20 years. He's got about four years before his body starts breaking down, his ligaments start weakening him up. He ain't going to be able to jump as high as he wants. He's, See, not gonna he's be hurt able to now. Right. That's what I'm saying. Yeah. Boy, 6'10", and people typically that 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 dadgum big, mm. You know they, they get hurt a lot. Especially with lower region injuries. Yeah. We're, we're, not, we're not
0: saying that Ben Simmons should become an all-out shooter or anything like no that. No one's saying that. But yeah. you have to develop
1: that game. Otherwise, his career yeah. is going to be – he's to well, got four more years well, playing he, like he's, this.
0: He's, he's still effective playing the way he's playing now. We're just saying that he can take the next – let's look at LeBron James. Right. LeBron James doesn't have to shoot jump shots if he doesn't want to. Mm. He's the biggest – you traded talk, some talk about the biggest, fastest player on the court. LeBron James every night is the biggest, fastest player on the court, and he has superior basketball IQ. Mm. So he knows when to take that jump. There are some nights where LeBron James's jump shot is going off, and there's, he's completely unguardable. Mm. If Ben Simmons can just shoot the ball and make it the opponent's fear to that part of his game, then he will become completely unguardable. Same mm. thing with Giannis
2: Antetokounmpo. And you know what? It's funny. You guys are too young to remember some of this stuff, but, you know, we got an in-studio guest at the crib of me in San Antonio. So shout out to Ryan Upshaw. Uh, but he brought up a good point. There was a, a former player, Sean Kemp. Do you guys remember him? The Rain I Man. I remember. Yeah, he wasn't always the Rain Man. He was <laughs> making it rain because he could jump out the gym. But Sean Kemp was not shooting the ball very well at all mm-hmm. early on in his career. Mm-hmm. And that's very – it's a pretty good analogy because all their points come in the paint. Dunks, layups, you know, putbacks, things more like dunks. that. More dunks. <laughs> yeah, more dunks. <laughs> and until he decided to just uh, step his game up a little bit, the Sonics became a much better basketball team when he was able to do that. Um, and I think that that's a, that's a good analogy because that's – I mean, that's what Ben Simmons reminds me of, man. It's like, if he's not getting to the basket, he ain't making no shots. He's a shorter JaVel McGee. Uh, wow what it's what
0: he is wow all right so we think that this is going to be interesting higher for doc rivers We're, we'll see we'll see what happens here next year he has that young squad with joel and beat and ben simmons but we'll see how far he can take this uh philadelphia 76er team next year staying within the nba we have kyrie irvin he has some comments about his teammate kevin durant This is what Kyrie Irving had to say in his comments about um, Kevin Durant.
2: One thing I've always been comfortable with is, you know, I felt like I was the best option on every team I played for, you know, down the stretch. This is the first time in my career where I could look down and be like, that can make that shot too. (laughs) Not that I didn't say I didn't have the trust in my teammates, but I felt like I was optioned. And now, 10 seconds down, go ahead, K. Get us a bucket. I don't care. All
0: right, so that's what uh, Kyrie Irving had to say this past week. He pretty much said that, this is the first time in his career where he's had another option that can take that clutch shot now that he has Kevin around his team. Is this is this a subtle shot at LeBron James,
1: you think? It could be, but I tell you what, he he's a fearless shooter, and he's one of the prime reasons between him and LeBron, but he's one of the primary reasons why they uh, the Cavaliers won that championship in 2016 anyway. Right. So, I, I mean, I'm not mad at it, but I don't think he was hitting directly at, at, uh, at LeBron James, but, you know, he's got the confidence to say that. Um, You know, but if I'm LeBron, I'd be like, yeah, man, we you know what this is, man. So you, you know what this is. I ain't LeBron,
0: LeBron kind of had a response, too. Oh, yeah, yeah. He sure did.
1: Be. He definitely did. But if I'm LeBron, I'm like, bro, you you know what it is, man. So I ain't even going to – don't even look like you don't know what the business <laughs> is, bro." What
2: do you think about that, Trey? I don't think it was a shot at LeBron. Uh, and it may have been. You know, these players nowadays, it, it may have been a shot at LeBron. But, I mean, prior to LeBron doing what he's doing right now, I haven't – I mean, and he said it himself. He's like, this is the most locked in he's ever been. I haven't seen this LeBron. I'm just being honest with you. I haven't seen in 17 years. And maybe it was because I didn't like him as much. Maybe it was because he wasn't wearing the purple and gold. But I haven't seen this person. This, the person I see right now, is completely different. Him taking these step back threes and stuff like that. I wish he would have done that in Cleveland or Miami for that instance. I think too many times he deferred to other people, and now he's deferring. But when he wants to be LeBron LeBron, he's, he's doing his thing. So let me play what LeBron James
0: had to say in response to what Kyrie Irving said. You, know, you call them alpha males.
1: That's what they call them. These two guys that's been dominant in, spe- in a specific sport on their own respective teams. And they get together and they talk about, okay, how dominant they can be. And they talk about this is going to be this and that. I believe jealousy creeps in a lot. And uh, that is the absolute contrary of what we are. We know who we are. We know what we're about. And we want the best. Seriously, every single day, both on and off the floor for one another, we're just not, we're not jealous of one another. And I think that you align that with respect. I think the sky's the limit.
0: So he was talking about the relationship he has with Anthony Davis on the court and uh, later on they asked him were you aware of the comments that Kyrie Irving said and he said yes I am very aware of what Kyrie Irving had to say so that was his response I guess or that's the speculated response to what Kyrie Irving had to say but he's saying that there was no there's no jealousy within him and Anthony Davis and that they're playing with, with great chemistry so I want to I'm interested to see what you guys think about that with uh LeBron Jays coming back like that Oh, he fired back.
1: <laughs> oh, that boy loaded up the shotgun and shot back.
0: <laughs> you know how LeBron does that little celebration? He, he cocks back the gun. That's what he did right
1: there. Oh, man, he shot back, man. Because everybody knows that Kyrie was jealous, man. Kyrie wanted to go and run his own team. He wanted to be the leader of his own team. He wanted to run his own team the, the way he saw fit. And he couldn't handle the heat, you know, and the leadership coming, to, uh, coming from LeBron. Uh, and I believe Kyrie was jealous of, of certain things, you know? So, yeah, absolutely. I, I completely think that LeBron James shot back. Absolutely.
2: Mm. Man, LeBron deserved to sh- clap back. He clapped back at Kyrie and, like, you know what, man? I mean, that's the way that it's got to be. But I think LeBron's matured too. What um, he's done, you know, when, uh, who was it, Crowder got in the face of them the other day and he just, like, starts tapping AD on the chest. Like, man, we got it, Like, man, relax. I think LeBron's matured. And I'm glad he didn't go back at Kyrie over that nonsense because Kyrie wanted – Kyrie should not have ever left Le, under LeBron's wing. You shouldn't have ever left. It, it just shouldn't have happened, man. Mm. I'm just being honest with you. It shouldn't have happened. And um, I think Kyrie will regret it. I mean, KD won't provide the leadership LeBron was able to give Kyrie. They'll be good, but he's not going to provide the leadership LeBron would have given him. So uh, Kyrie's being petty right now.
1: I agree, man. And, and, hell, I think there was more to the interview where they were talking about you know, the, 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 the coaching system that they're going to have is going to be a collaborative approach. Yeah. We, yeah. Don't, have, we don't have a head coach. Yeah, that's what he said.
0: What? Absolutely. I mean, he, Kyrie Irving sometimes, you know, he just – he speaks his mind. I have to give him his props for that. He definitely speaks his mind how he feels. But Kyrie, he kind of came back after that and was kind of saying, you know, he wasn't necessarily talking about LeBron James. But this is, this is what Kyrie Irving had to say after that.
1: If I'm addressing anyone, I'll say their name. Come on, y'all. Don't listen to the false narratives.
2: Let people live their lives. It's just a game. Talk about the art. Talk about the sport. You talk openly. You talk freely. But
1: because we live in a clickbait society, it becomes something bigger. You don't have to defend it. That's just what media is. It's entertainment. I'm not going to let it put me against anybody
2: anymore at any point. Because that's not what it's about. We talk freely, openly, and that's our society. Say how you feel.
1: Don't have to put me against anyone else. It's never been about that. It's about the love. Peace.
0: All right. So that's what Kyrie Irving had to say after. Um, I guess after what LeBron James had to say. He's saying he wasn't necessarily directing that towards anybody in particular. If there was someone he was directing towards, he would have said their name out there. And, you know, I kind of want to agree with him because he's just saying that in clutch moments, he has someone there that can go shot for shot with him. And Kevin Durant, he wasn't necessarily mentioning LeBron James's name. And he's gone back and apologized to LeBron in the past and said, you know what? I didn't know how hard it was to be a leader, but now I see that you are a good leader. So
2: I don't know <laughs> any. you <how we> still... <laughs> Kyrie still isn't the best player on his team. Nope. So he's got to live with that, and, and he's going to live with that as long as he continues to chase those championships and and has and has to be Robin to somebody else's Batman. So when he's ready to be Batman, then Robin. Highlight Kyrie. When he's ready to be Robin, you you mean?
1: No, no, no. When he's ready to be Batman, because all he's been is
2: Robin. All he's been is Robin. He yeah. ain't Batman. Yeah, he, he can't he be Batman. I you know, mean he can be
0: I think he, I think he has to be a Robin I think he has to live with the fact that he, he is a Robin Yeah, he's got yeah, And he's not a, in his mind. Well, in his he, mind he's, he's Batman. No, he, in his mind he's definitely a Batman. I think that's a problem.
1: <laughs> yeah, this man does way too much talking, man. Just allow your play to speak for itself. You, he has two, <laughs> He has a lot to say and I, and, and and those two with KD uh with uh, uh Kevin Durant <clears throat> and Kyrie I, talk about thinking outside the box. You know, they're, 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 they're very adept, deep thinkers. But I, I think, especially Kyrie, man, you need to focus on playing, bro. Focus on playing the game, man.
0: Who's a better teammate right now, AD or, or Kyrie
1: Irving? Oh, AD is a better AD? teammate. Okay. He's coachable. Yep, I agree. He takes constructive criticism and he, he, he doesn't get jealous. Mm. You know?
0: What a torn Achilles. Well, yeah. Yeah. All right. So that's that on that. We will continue with LeBron James and we're going to talk about this again. Because I, I I hear it all over social media, I hear it on the sports shows, especially if and when LeBron James wins his fourth NBA title going to the finals 10 years in a row. Let's have this debate one more time. Michael Jordan versus LeBron James. I, I know, I think I know where Trey stands on this pretty much, but I'm not for certain where you stand on this low. And it's not even about who's the GOAT, who's not the GOAT, just when I say that, Michael Jordan versus LeBron James, what, what goes through your mind, though?
1: I think, of, I think of Michael Jordan being unquestionably in his time the best player, rising to, occasion, rising to the occasion every single time. And, yes, LeBron James has gone to more finals. Um, LeBron is still 6-for-6. Six six. He's still gone to, you know, won six NBA championships with the same team. A lot of times, some 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 of those times, they weren't even the most talented team, especially towards the end. They weren't the most talented team. Um, now you can say that LeBron has been able to go to different teams and win a championship. Um, he's also been the best player on his team. A lot of times, having to do it on his own. Now, luckily, you know, Kyrie came and made some clutch shots. Um, but he's had to have you know a, a Robin each time as well. You know. Um so for me when I think about the, the the greatest of all time or who's the best out of the two, you know, for me it's 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 Michael.
0: Mm, I have to agree with you. I've always been a big Michael fan. I do think he I mean, look, during his time, of course, Michael Jordan was unquestionably the best player of his era. And right now, during this era, LeBron James to me is unquestionably the best player of his era. Even though sometimes people want to throw out Kawhi Leonard, mm. Kevin Durant. At one point, Steph Curry was thrown out there as well, which is ludicrous. But LeBron James is definitely the most talented player right now in his era. Absolutely. And even some of those, that first title that he went to with that Cleveland Cavalier team, I didn't give him a title just for taking that team there. I know they got swept by San Antonio Spurs, but for him the to carry... Spurs. <laughs> <laughs> but for him to be able to take that team to the finals, yeah. it's almost the same as what... what Alan Iverson was able to do with that team mm-hmm. and take up to a finals. I almost give
2: him a championship just for getting there with that team. So- Let me tell you something. Go ahead, O.E. I'm sorry. No, no,
0: go ahead, go ahead, go ahead, man. See what you got to say,
2: no, man. I, I'm just saying, I've, I've not been the biggest supporter of LeBron James for a long time. And then when he came to Los Angeles last year, I was a little disappointed, but I noticed the surrounding cast he's got behind him. What the cast he has in front of him – Right now, arguably is probably and if you could go from man from man for man, pound for pound, this is the most talented team LeBron James has had, in my opinion. Because he's had Kyrie Irving, he's had Kevin Love, he's had You don't know, you think it's more talented than Miami Heat team he had with okay. Uh, Dwayne okay, Wade okay I'll take and i take that back. Now with not with not that. Dwayne Wade, not with Dwayne Wade. Well, actually, let me tell you, you had Dwayne Wade and Bosch. Right. To me, based on how they're playing right now. Anthony Davis is to what to the NBA what Dwayne was Dwayne Wade was in the NBA at that time. I'm not saying Dwayne Wade or uh, uh, Davis is better than Dwayne Wade right now, but as far as like the star power, the magnitude, how they dominate, how they play, I think that's the same. Bosh, I mean Bosh was pretty good, but for that team, I think he has more talent 1 through 12 or 1 through 15 than he did with that Heat team. Mm. Do you understand what I'm saying? I don't, Bosch, I don't think Bosh I don't think Bosh Wade and uh, and um, LeBron is better than all of the eight or nine players the Lakers are using to get to where they are right now. Let, let me ask you this, Trey.
1: Let me ask you this. Okay, when we we'll go back to that uh, Miami Heat team. If Wade had an off night, wouldn't you say that Bosh would be able to step in and be that Robin? Now, if AD in this current team, if AD is not doing anything, you don't have anybody else on their team who can step up and score. You understand what, you what I'm saying? You cool. got
2: I think you got a Kuzma who could give you what Bosch would give you in, in, that, in that situation. But I think X. it's just more nope. than Kuzma, though. After that, you had Ray Allen that was just, I mean, getting his shots whenever he got in. But now you've got, you've got three seven-footers on this team. You've got a nine-in, nine-out, six to seven players scoring double digits. No one has that. LeBron's never had that. Yeah. LeBron's never had that support. And so, whenever he's deferred to people in the past or continued to drive and kick wide open shots at people, if it wasn't Kyle Corver, if it wasn't Ray Allen, who was shooting those shots? Like but he was really
0: shooting. People are saying that this would be, if he won, LeBron James' easiest road to a finals championship.
2: He's got more help than he's ever had. Man, but for me, I'm talking about one through 10.
0: But the huh? opponents haven't been as strong either as in previous years. You know, when LeBron was in Miami and he went to the finals, they they faced San Antonio a couple of times, and that was very tough for them mm-hmm. to get over. He faced the Dallas Mavericks team that got hot at the right time. When he was in Cleveland, he was facing the Golden State Warriors. So, I mean, I think this has been, if LeBron James is able to get his fourth title, this would have been probably the easiest run for LeBron James to get that title. I don't think it really represents how good or how bad this Lakers team is, I still have to say that the, the Miami Heat teams with, with Ray Allen and Chris Bosh, you made a good point, Lo. When Dwayne Wade was off, Chris Bosh was able to step up his game a little bit. I think Chris Bosh might be lost in this whole thing. We don't talk about Chris Bosh at all. We don't. Well, was, we we was, talk about LeBron James.
1: He's a very important player for that team. And, and for I me, think, the well, way I'm,
2: not, I'm not downplaying what Bosh meant to that team. Right. Uh, I'm just saying that I don't think after that it was a huge drop-off. It right. was a huge drop off to me, okay. um, and I have to go back and look at the stats and see. But I think it was the the drop off was too huge. You probably can't even name eight players from that team.
1: Nope, you're right. I can't, and I can, <laughs> I, can I can name eight on this current team. But the way I see it is, I I, I, I and I don't want to disrespect these players by saying this, but it's like it's like someone mashed up mashed potatoes and kind of threw it against the wall because some of these players. You know, they, they haven't been consistent or they're in the tail end of their careers and they're, you know, they're, they're barely, you know, barely clicking, just kind of, you know, crawling their way through some of these games. You know what I mean? You don't have that consistency a lot of times.
2: So even. So let know, me, let me read this to you. Uh, Ray Allen, Chris Anderson, Joel Anthony, Shane Baddier, Chris Bosch, Mario Chalmers, Norris Cole, Jesus Christ, Udonis Haslam, James Jones, Richard Lewis, Mike Miller, Dwayne Wade, LeBron James.
1: You had a lot of veterans. You had a lot of defensive, heavy defensive players. And then you didn't really have a lot of offense there, but you had a lot of heavy defense. And they Uh, went seven games.
2: Yeah. But (laughs) Haslam versus – and they played against DeJuan Blair, Matt Bonner, Nando DiColo, Boris Diaw, Tim Duncan, Manu Jalobli, Danny Green, Corey Joseph, Tracy McGrady, Patty Mills, Gary Neal, Tony Parker, and Tiago freaking Splitter. Like that—that that was who they played against. Like they it, and I mean Kawhi Leonard blasts his heart if he makes those damn free throws. <laughs> that game is different. But no I mean, it wasn't—it wasn't like they played world beaters in the Spurs either. Mm-hmm. I'm just and they and that Spurs team took them seven games. Right, right. And they played that Spurs team twice. And they won on a miracle. What right, a miracle.
0: Right. right. Well, I mean, look. Part of what I'm saying is that this Lakers team hasn't been tested. Even we're talking about the Spurs not being—I mm-hmm. guess you're not saying they're that good—but they're definitely better than any team the the Lakers have played this year. That honk, Spurs honk. team is better than this Miami Heat team right now that they're playing that joke. Jokic
2: and Murray beat those Spurs. Okay, Trey.
0: <laughs> 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 I have to disagree with that, but we can, we can get on that another time. <laughs> it's funny how this—we're we're, we're talking about the comparison between Michael Jordan and LeBron James, and it's funny how it's kind of switched over to see like how. How good are these teams that LeBron James was actually playing with? Because that's part of the argument too, right? Mm-hmm. Look, Michael Jordan's always played with Scottie Pippen. Right. He's
2: he didn't say no damn world beaters. He beat the Cleveland Cavaliers team with Mark Price and Craig Elo and Brad. Well, Doran. as far as the finals are
0: concerned, he played some pretty tough teams in the finals. Michael Jordan. He played against the. That's why he's the goat. Yeah, that's well. I agree that he's the goat. I think we all agree that Michael Jordan is the goat. Right. Right. Um, but I you know I don't want to downplay what LeBron James has done in the league either. LeBron James, I mentioned many, many times is the most skillful basketball player that I've ever seen on the basketball court. As far as everything that he has to offer, um, he has the speed, he has the agility, he has the uh, basketball IQ. I mean, I've never seen a man his size be able to pass the ball the way he was able to pass the ball. I mean, the way he he's able to find players on the court is just is just unbelievable to me. Um, people always talk about his, his mental, and he's not as mentally tough as a Kobe or a Michael Jordan. You know? so be it maybe he not he's not as mentally tough as those guys are but for him to have gone to the finals 10 years all right and for him to have won the championships that he's won and for him to have the accomplishments that he's had you know it seems like every time you look up he's breaking another record you know he's 35 years old right now yeah
2: i mean 17 years in the nba playing better than i've seen him play in a long time yeah, right very, very so i mean very impressive.
0: It, let me ask you guys a question is there anything that lebron james can do to surpass Michael Jordan in your eyes
2: mm. uh, it depends on how old you are
0: yeah because I,
1: the only thing he can do the only things so I think right now it comes down to right now it comes down to rings because this statistic- would be four yeah. if he wins it would be four right because statistically I think he's passed Michael in, in most categories in most mistake. categories yeah I would cause say but Michael because Michael played uh, I think he's LeBron right now has played Longer than Michael, if yes. I'm not mistaken, correct? Yes, he yes. He yeah. So um, it, it'll just come down to rings because Michael. The thing with Michael is this: he's played on the same team, he's had longevity, but he's also had consistency. He's always had that chemistry. So as always, I've always had Pippen, I've always had some of these guys, but I've always had everything's always been intact. I might not have all the talent, but when I need to rise to the occasion, I can do that. I feel like with LeBron has been. Let's try to mix and match what I can, and and and, he's, and let me do what I can. I've won these championships. But this is not to take away anything from LeBron, but I I think right now it just comes down to number of championships. And if he wins, you know, this will be number four. So he's winning this championship. So he needs two more, maybe even three more to be like, look, I I won my last couple of championships with the Lakers. I have longevity. I've got a team um, that I've been able to put together to have, you know, some kind of uh, chemistry and consistency. And I think at that point you can really begin to say, okay, well, this this guy actually is is the
2: greatest of all time. I'm going to tell you this. If he wins – 2 to 3 championships in LA cuz I don't think he's going to play anywhere outside of it other than LA. Yeah. I think he's going to end his career here. Um I say here. <laughs> With the Lakers. We got an LA fool. <laughs> hey, hey, watch him out. They don't know. The people don't know. Uh if he ends his if he wins 2 or 3 championships there in LA, um I I I it's going to be hard. He's going to have he's going to have he's going to own every single record. Yeah. I mean every record. And he's going to have the same number of championships and it's going to be really hard. To make an argument that he's not, I'm th- I'm a fan of Jordan. I think Jordan, I've never doubted again. Like I never thought Jordan was going to lose ever. Right. I just I, it didn't matter how much time was on the clock. Like I just always thought that they were going to win. And I don't know that LeBron has he's not done that to me. But I'm telling you now, I owe him an apology, because I've I've always complained about him not making his players better, um for him to be able to do what he's been able to do with this Lakers lineup, Alex Caruso. Um, yes, he's got Anthony Davis, but Dwight Howard, who nobody wanted, JaVale McGee, uh, K- KCP, Rondo, who I mean, who people just don't give enough credit to. Like he's done some stuff with this gro- this squad that just blows my mind. Absolutely. And then when I when I see him guarding, you know, the best players on the floor, whether it's Harden or Westbrook, or if it's um, um, Jamal Murray or Jimmy Butler at set thirty five years old man. I don't know. It's yeah. hard. It's hard. It's a, it's, I mean, you can't – if somebody was going to argue with you, there's just to be those – you got to be like, I agree to disagree because you can't tell someone who's probably younger than 30 that LeBron's not the GOAT.
1: You're absolutely right. And then the story the, – the story then at this point would be, you know, let, when – let's say if he goes to win championship number six or number seven, then it's, Leo, he's won championships with how many different teams, whereas MJ only won on one team. Well, every champion, every team this guy's been on, he's won a championship. So that'll be it'll be heavily lean towards that. The fact that everywhere he's been and every team that he's been on, he's been able to win a championship or multiple championships.
0: Yeah, I I think that if LeBron James is able to get to six, then you know. If I'm talking to myself, I'll be like, oh, Andy, we have to have a serious conversation now about whether or not he's a GOAT or not. Because not only would he have gotten to six, but he would have gotten to six between the age of 35 and possibly 40. Mm -hmm. You would think that because after after 40, I don't don't see him winning any more championships. But between that time frame for him to be able to do what he's still doing right now. And that the intensity, he's still playing competitive basketball. I mean, I mean he's, he's gonna
2: play with his son for a year or two. Oh, he's wow. gonna play with his son for a year or two. So watch.
0: Yeah. I watch. mean I, I think I can't blame this generation like Trey alluded to, 30 mm-hmm. and um and younger, thinking that he's the greatest of all time, because it's not just about what he's doing on the court. We've mentioned many times in this podcast about what he does off the court. Mm-hmm. And that does have an influence on these uh young people. But yes. as far as what he Michael Jordan has done on the court for me, it's just I know what people are probably saying, can you do anything else besides name that 6-0? But that's, that's a big thing for me. If you go to the finals six times, and you win six times, and then not only do you win six times, none of those games are going to a game seven. He was the MVP every single time in those playoffs. Now, people always talk about that he had Pippen, but Pippen was Robin. Right. Pippen has never said that he is a Batman. Right. Every person that LeBron James has played with, you can argue that every single one of those people are better than, than, than Scottie Pippen. Anthony Davis is better than, than Scottie Pippen. Okay? Dwyane Wade, you can argue, is better than Scottie Pippen. Now, Kyrie Irving, that's another story <laughs> right now, but and, as far as offensively, you can say he's better than Scotty Pippen. And
1: that's huge. You're, you're right, because every one of those players were at some point a number one on another team. Right. We also have to consider the, 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 the period of time where basketball and the type of basketball that was being played. Right. Because uh, now – LeBron could play in any type of any, you know, any uh era of basketball. But Michael and what he did with that type of hard nosed basketball to win six championships like that. I mean, that's that's another that's something else that we also need to consider.
0: Yeah, another thing you gotta consider too with Michael Jordan and his reign is you gotta think about the players, the great all-time players that he stopped from getting championships. You look at Charles Barkley, if not hey, Michael leave, Jordan. Hey,
2: leave his name out your mouth. <laughs> <laughs> you look at that way. I don't know what's going on with right
0: now. But you look at him and you see that without Michael Jordan being around, he would have a title right now. Mm-hmm. You look at Gary Payton, and we just alluded to Sean Kemp. Mm-hmm. Without him being around, those two players will have a championship right now. You look at Stockton and Malone, without Michael Jordan, they, they would have, have a championship, championship right now. You look at Reggie Miller. Without Michael Jordan being around, Reggie Miller would have a championship right now. So and all these those all, players, these are all Hall of, of Fame players, yep. okay? And these are players that had to get past Michael Jordan in order to have a, an opportunity to get a championship. Mm-hmm. When you look at LeBron James's run, Dirk Nowitzki, Dirk Nowitzki got a championship over him. Mm-hmm. Tim Duncan got a championship over him uh, twice. Okay, So, I mean, those are kind of things that play in my mind when I look at LeBron James, way he's gone through. But like I said, it is a different era, okay? And Michael Jordan played in the era where he was definitely the best at the time. He was a GOAT at the time. And I, you know, I look at the players that he was able to defeat and get those championships, and that's why he has the edge right now. If LeBron James was able to, like, for instance, when they beat Golden State, that weighed in more to me than this championship would now. Because that Golden State team won 72 games. Yeah, absolutely. Right, They went to the finals. They were up three games to one. That was his year back in Cleveland as yep. well. So he was trying to get Cleveland the championship. So that that championship that he won there in Cleveland weighs a lot more to me than the championship he has now. That actually weighs more than any championship that he's ever won. But we, we both agree that it is Michael Jordan. But if LeBron James is able to do anything later on in his career, then maybe he can close that gap a little bit. So let's talk some NFL, shall we, fellas? Absolutely. We'll talk about some couple of games here and then be on our way. The Dallas Cowboys are going to be playing up against the Cleveland Browns this Sunday. Cowboys are 1-2, and, and the Cleveland Browns are actually 2-1. The Cleveland Browns are over five hundred for the first time in a long time. Even though it's early in the years, two 2-1. That's still a big deal for people in Cleveland. S- six years. Right, right. So that's going to be a very interesting game. I do have the Cowboys winning that game. I hope they would win that game because this Cowboys team to me is pretty good. They just have to, you know, get some some holes situated. And I think that sh- they should be hands down the best team in their division. But if they can't win this team, this game against the Browns, it's basically going to be the same old story for the Dallas Cowboys.
2: Let me tell you something. If we don't beat the Browns, I'm not coming on for 100. <laughs> If we don't beat the damn <laughs> Cleveland Browns and Baker Mayfield, sorry. Ooh. You, ooh. Yeah, we're going to win this game. I'm going to tell you right now. Gallup and Cooper are going to have over 100 yards receiving. Dak's going to throw about 45, 46 times. Zeke's going to rush over 100 yards for the first time. And we're going to handle our business. We just got to stop Miles Garrett from getting to Dak Prescott. That's it.
1: Uh, I, like, I like that, man. My, my problem with my team with my Dallas Cowboys, man. is, it, it, you know, I, I prayed for this team a couple of weeks ago. Oh and wow. I, and I and I asked God. I said, God, I don't know what deal Jerry Jones made. I don't know what kind of voodoo has been placed on this team. I don't know what kind of catastrophic uh uh spiritual nonsense is going on with this team, man, but <laughs> there 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 are, there are some there are things that you just look at that happen to the Cowboys and you're like, what, what, what What is going on here? Like, what witchcraft is being done on this team? You understand me? Because once it happens, you can almost play out what's going to happen the rest of the game, the rest of the series, the rest of the season. You understand? And the Cowboys just need to stop beating themselves because they've lost the game that they've lost by beating themselves. You understand?
0: And the game they won was against the king of beating themselves, yeah. in the Atlanta Falcons.
1: You, you, the fact you beat yourself worse than the Cowboys did, the, Atlanta, <laughs> Atlanta, y'all, y'all too close to Louisiana, bro, or something, man. But you know, they just need to stop playing. I'm, I'm, I'm waiting to see them play a complete game. And what did I say? I think it was episode ninety three. I said the Browns are a catastrophic, moribund, low franchise. All right. So there's no way that we can we can turn around and lose to a catastrophic, lowly, moribund franchise. So we're coming out, we winning, but we need to play a complete game and not beat ourselves. If we do that, we win and we win big.
0: Oh, I think it's gonna be close. Preach, preach, close, preach. I think it's gonna be, yeah. <laughs> be a close game. You, you know what? I really though?
1: do. But big, it'll be close if Nick Chubb runs around, it runs all over, runs rough shot over the Cowboys. Mm-hmm. But if they if they stop Nick Chubb, oh, it's
2: over. It's over. Man, Smith has been not Jalen Smith. Talking about he has been playing. Oh. oh, he's been playing great. His butt off, bro. I balling. mean, like to, to to see him do what he's been able to do has been amazing. Yeah. I mean, like, and and it's kudos to Jerry Jones for giving people another chance. Yeah. You know, what I mean, I, this this may be his fourth, fifth, sixth chance, something like that. But man, nobody gave that to. Them. And without him right now, we'd be we we definitely be zero three. Oh yeah. I'm just being honest. Almost. Oh, and definitely. and the games wouldn't even be close. But he's been playing his butt off, man, because DeMarcus Lawrence, he needs to get his stuff together because he got a lot of money and he ain't doing a damn thing right
1: now. Nothing, nothing. nothing. Um. So I'm
2: I'm not worried. I mean, I shouldn't say I'm not worried about it, but I think the Cowboys win this game pretty easily. And, I mean, we're not as bad as people think, but our defense has got to get together. Only thing I got to say about this is Earl Thomas should have been at the star in Frisco before the Cowboys got back after we lost to Seattle. There's oh, no reason Earl Thomas should not be a Dallas Cowboy right now. I agree. Mm. And I don't understand why. Like, I, I don't care what he what, what he costs or what they think, he, however he was in the locker room. I know Houston thought about it. They entertained it, had a cup of coffee with him, and decided not to do it. But there is no reason Earl Thomas should not be wearing that, uh, the star on the side of his head right now. I don't understand.
1: This is where Jerry Jones has to make an executive decision. Because I can tell you right now, the coaches the coaches don't want Earl Thomas. Jerry Jones is the only individual probably in that franchise that's like, I want Earl Thomas. Everybody else don't want him. So this is where if I'm Jerry, I make that executive decision. Look, I want a championship. I'm 80-something years old. I want a championship this year or next year. Earl Thomas, come on. (laughs) I'm suit up. Let's do
0: it. Yep. So we all got the Cowboys winning that game. I think it's going to be a lot closer than you guys think. But I'm going to find out a lot about the Dallas Cowboys after this game and see if they're really a team that has the potential to be a Super Bowl contender this year. All right, so the next thing I want to talk about is uh, my Houston Texans going up against the Minnesota <laughs> Vikings. <laughs> you shut, you shut your mouth, Trey. Both these squads are 0-3. They have not looked particularly well in their first three games in the season. Um, this game is potentially a playoff game for each team because if any of these teams drop to 0-4, you can pretty much say it's a wrap as far as playoff contention. Um, I'm looking for my Texans to bounce back. And win this game, it's been a, been a tough year. It really has. Um, people want to say that the Texans have played a tough schedule. They played against Baltimore. They played against Kansas City. They played against the Pittsburgh Steelers. Um, combined, those teams, I think, are 9 or 8-1, and one, something like that. So, yeah, it has been a tough schedule. But even through that tough schedule, the Texans have not looked particularly well to me, especially on the offensive end. You have Deshaun Watson and what he can do and the potential that he has and it just has not lived up to it this year as far as scoring offenses i think the texans are way down at the bottom maybe number 29 or something like that and you know teams like the jets and giants are down there there's no way if you have a quarterback like Deshaun watson that your team should be that low offensively so hey i don't know what to say about texas right now
2: what is it call when you cheat on your side piece is that cheating no, it's not cheating. If the man. Texans are my side piece <laughs> and I'm cheating on them, is that cheating or no? No, no it's not bad. It's not <laughs> bad. Is, is that allowed? Because I need a new side piece. Hey, Because the Texans are, whoo, Lord. Look, they, I look, mean, they look bad. They, look. I mean, look, man, is
0: it? They're in the same boat. Gross! what do you say about the Cowboys? They're in the same boat with the Cowboys. Tell you that, we are right? not in the same they're, boat. They're in the we, same we boat. No. Because,
1: look. One team looks way better no, than no, the other No,
0: no, no. The other one does. But <clears throat> the Dallas Cowboys have to win this game, to me, against the uh, Cleveland Browns. Not have to. No, we don't. They, they don't We're have tied to for we first have, place in that yeah, division. Yeah, you're right. You're right. The division, your division <laughs> is garbage <laughs> compared, compared right. to the Texas division. You're right, no, you're right.
1: You have a point. The, te- the Texans at least have played – Three of the best teams in the NFL, or you know, up there. Whereas Dallas, I mean, you've played, we've played some great teams, you know, but we've looked bad in the process. Um, But Bill O'Brien did did this to the Texans. He did this to the Texans because you don't have. I don't think the Texans have a legitimate number one receiver. You've got some. You've got okay. You've got Will Fuller, who when he canceled his cat, Uh, I think he had a great game last game. I want to say was it last game? We had had a
0: a good game the first game. The
1: first game, yeah. Yeah, yeah, uh, yeah, Then the
0: week two he was a no show.
1: You have, you have Randall Cobb. Randall Cobb is, is a number two, number three receiver. He's a slot receiver. You have uh, – uh, who's, 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 who's the other one they, they brought and they traded for?
0: They have Cook there as Cook. well.
1: Yeah, Cook, Cook is a that's – a, that's a number three receiver. That's a slot receiver right there. You don't have – look, I think DeAndre, DeAndre Hopkins would have, would, would have won you one, maybe even two of these games just because of pure offensive power. You know? Um, so Bill O'Brien did this to the, to, to the Texans. And I don't know what's going on with their defense also.
0: I mean, their defense has been okay. I don't want to say. I, to me, the problem is more glaring on offense than it is on defense because you look at who they play defensively. They play against Lamar Jackson. Mm-hmm. They play against Patrick Mahomes, and they play against Ben Roethlisberger. You can't expect a defense to really do too much against those those three guys. But I I really thought that during this time that Deshaun, Watson, Deshaun Watson-led offense could at least go blow to blow with these offenses. You've played the Ravens. Last year, and
2: you're not, and you you're not talking blow, about the team that blow. was up. You're not talking about that team that was up 24-0 yeah, against I, the same am, Chiefs am, last year. I am, I am oh, Trey. Okay, okay. And, you, and
0: you look at the, the <laughs> my team. bad, my bad. I'm sorry. <laughs> last year they beat Kansas City. You want to forget that? I mean, they actually beat Kansas City last year in the regular season. And then this, like Trey alluded to, they were up 24-0 in the playoffs and they lost. But as far as those games are concerned, they look worse in these first two games against Kansas City and the Ravens than they did last year. So this team is not. Taking a step forward to me in my eyes, they're taking a step back, and that's really concerning to me. It really is. Um, At a certain point, like you know, if Chris was here, he would say, "Hey, this this keep on losing. As long as they keep on losing, then hopefully Bill O'Brien would get fired sooner or later." Yeah,
1: you're absolutely right. And you know, no team is you're not really scared of any one of those weapons. There's not a at all. Yeah, there's not a weapon that you're scared about. You know what I mean? And it's kind of like it's kind of like everyone talks about Dak. This is this is like the receivers Dak had before Mari Cooper came in. The receivers that he had were no name receivers. These guys were, these guys were on any team were your fifth or sixth receiver. And the Dallas Cowboys said, you know what, you know Dak, we're gonna we're gonna play, you know we're gonna we're not gonna have a number one receiver. We're just gonna put this hodgepodge of receivers out here and go throw it to them. And it didn't work out. So now you have to go get your number legitimate number one receiver. That's what the Texans need. And you went and got rid of that, you know, for some some pennies and lint in your pocket. You know what I mean? So. You know, that, that's what's going to happen with your offense, man.
2: Yeah, minus Will Fuller, any of us would be the tallest receiver on that team. Oh, absolutely. And maybe not the fastest, but definitely the tallest. Yeah. And, and, poor, and poor Deshaun Watson, that's what, that's what he's got to throw to. Yep. And Cobb has been playing well. I'm mm-hmm. being honest with you. Cobb yeah, is playing well. He's I your mean, number three. He should be yeah. the number three receiver.
0: Yep. Yeah, no nobody on this offensive squad, as far as receivers are concerned, is the number one wide receiver. Right. They're not. Will Fuller's not a number one wide receiver. He's And
2: how are you gonna win in today's NFL without a number? Ask Aaron Rodgers how hard it is to not have a number one wide receiver. Yeah. Well, at least they have a system over there. I know, but but you even that have... system is being challenged. That yeah. system's being challenged but they didn't right have a now. System because... Houston either. Well, that's true. <laughs> <laughs> so it's just, that's double it, whack. Bob, but but O'Brien that you haven't had one in a while. So right. even when you had one of the top receivers in the game, you didn't have a system. Yeah. So yeah. Nothing's changed.
0: Yeah, so we put that on top of the fact that they don't have a one wide receiver and they don't have a system. It's going to be tough for this Texas mm-hmm. team to do anything this my year. God. I'm, I'm kind of a little bit, um, I don't want not say surprised, but the Titans. You want to
2: join the? You
0: want to join the bandwagon? <laughs> no, nah, I'm not. I'll stay where I'm at, bro. I'll stay where I'm at. Now I'm getting the Cowboys'
2: bandwagon. Okay. <laughs> yeah. But All right, who you guys right. have to
0: win that game, though. Yeah. The battle of the threes.
2: Oh, I'm gonna I'm gonna rock with my side piece. I'm gonna rock with the Texans. Texans, how about you, Lo? I'm going I'm to go with the Texans. I'm going to go with the Texans.
1: Minnesota. Yeah, yeah Minnesota's defense, and they, they don't have a pass rush, man. So, at least uh, uh, Watson will have time to throw.
0: Yeah. I'm going to have to go to the Texans, too, as well. I'm, I think it's more of a hope that <laughs> the Texans win more than anything because really and truly, both teams haven't shown me anything. And they, they, you can tell why they're, they're 0-3. All right. So, the next team I want to talk about our next game I want to talk about is an, another team that's in the Texas division. Um, the Indianapolis Colts going up against the Chicago Bears. The Colts are two and one. The Bears are three and zero. Oh. They just recently made a quarterback change, to where Nick Foles is now the starting quarterback over uh, Mitchell Trubisky. Uh, Nick Foles played well coming in. He had, I remember when he went out against the Jacksonville Jaguars, he threw a touchdown pass where he was getting tackled. And it's the same thing that happened in this game against the, the, the with the Bears last week. Uh, I don't know what's, what's going on with Nick Foles, but I don't know if he's going to actually be the missing piece that gets them deep into a playoff run. But uh, we'll see. I have them win this game against the Colts, though. Phil Rivers looked a little bit better last week, too, as well. I think the Colts and the Titans are the best teams in that division, honestly.
2: I got the Colts winning this game late.
0: Mm. Is Chicago going
1: to win the championship? You know, the last time Foles had to come in, yeah, you know, they he won a championship.
0: It was later on in the season, though, of <laughs> Philadelphia. It wasn't this early.
1: Uh, Chicago might be winning the championship this year, man. It's some of that, that folds magic. Who you got but winning the game? I got, uh, I got the Colts winning.
0: Okay, okay. I, I th- man, that's – I think I want to see the Bears win. That's because of the Colts are in the same division with the Texans. I think <laughs> I just want to see the Bears win. But I think that should be a, a pretty interesting game um, there. But I have – I'll go with the Bears. I'll go with the Bears. You yeah, I'll go the, I had the, the Colts. I got the Bears right. in that game. All right, so another game I want to talk about is the Buffalo Bills going up against the um, Las Vegas Raiders. The Raiders are 2-1, and one, and the Bills are 3-0 and oh this year. The Bills have looked pretty good. Josh Allen is just, he's playing well. As far as improving from year to year, he's definitely made a jump this year. Last year, he was pretty decent, but this year, he's played well. He's had some um last minute heroics last week to give the Bills the win. So uh this this Bills team, I've I've talked about them a couple of times before. They're a pretty scary team to me. Uh, if they get everything together and his defense continues to play the way they've been playing, uh, they can go really, really far. They might be a surprise team. I, I say surprise, a championship contender in the AFC.
2: No, I don't know if they're championship contenders. They'll they'll win the AFC East. They're gonna beat the dog, you know what, out of the Raiders this weekend. Um The Raiders are fools' gold. Mm. They beat the Saints, but it's fools' gold. The Raiders aren't the Raiders aren't for real. But this Bills team is the truth. Yeah. So I think they I think they'll beat the they'll beat the Raiders by double digits.
1: Yeah. The Raiders are battling a lot of injuries, just like other teams. But they they have a lot of receivers right now that are hurt. So uh, Derek Carr's got one to throw to. Uh, The Bills look amazing. They look amazing. So yeah, I got the Bills one and two.
0: Yeah, I think the Bills are going to win this game as well. I, I agree with Trey. I don't think the Raiders are as good as some people might think, but the Bills are definitely the team right now. I think the only team that they should fear, which is any team in the AFC, is the Kansas City Chiefs. Mm-hmm. I think they can go toe-to-toe with the the Ravens. They can go toe-to-toe with New England Patriots. Um, they didn't go toe-to-toe with the Pittsburgh Steelers. Those are the only teams that I look at that you can, that can challenge them. The only team that's out there is the defending champions, the defending MVP with Patrick Mahomes, that's the only team right now. Okay, so the next thing I want to talk about, the last game I want to talk about in the NFL is going the, to be the – Go ahead, Trent. The, chief, the Chiefs and the Patriots, you yes, want to talk sir. about that? Yes, sir. That's the game. Absolutely. Um, now, we, we talked about teams. New England, look, as long as Bill Belichick is the coach in the New England Patriots, I think they're always going to be title contenders. I, I really do. Because what are they now, 2 and one um they were a couple of yards away from being three mm-hmm. and Um Cam Noonan is rejuvenated. Um I think the system that they ran on under Cam Noonan right now fits him pretty well. Um and, and this like I alluded to with the Bills, the only team that New England should be afraid of to me is the Kansas City Chiefs. As long as they have Bill Belichick right there running that team, I think that they're they're also there as well. They can be they can
2: make a deep run in the playoffs. You know, you gotta be careful what you wish for sometimes. I win with the Chiefs. And what the Patriots <laughs> don't want to see is this Kansas City team right now.
0: They, they oh. don't want to see this team right no, now. No, that's, that's what I'm saying. That's the only team they should be – any team in the league right now, that's the only team they should be – I'm talking about the AFC. Most that's them. the only team they should yeah. be afraid of The yeah. they can't see
2: I, I, This is the first time, and I want to say close to 20 years, that the, the Patriots have been um, seven-point underdogs. Um, they'll be underdogs in this game. They're not going to win this game. Uh, and if they can keep this game close, I'd be shocked. But they're going to have to run the ball about forty-seven times to keep this game close. Right. If they put that they're ball in the try. air, yeah. And if they put that ball in the air like they normally that like they like to, like McDaniel's likes to, the Chiefs will beat them by three touchdowns. But if they run the ball, control the clock, then they can keep this game respectable and have a chance to win at the end. But if the if the Patriots don't run the ball thirty plus times with Newton and Michelle and Burkhead and everybody they got. They're going to get
1: blown out. I think I'm going to take the underdog here. I'm going to take the Patriots. Mm. And here's why. Because the, pay, the Patriots were a foot short of beating Seattle. So, essentially, I think you're playing Seattle again, except with more weapons. You have you know, more versatile weapons. So, if, if Cam was able to play Russell Wilson to an almost a draw, I think this would be a lot more close than, uh, than we think. Now, I know we're dealing with a juggernaut with Kansas City, but I think Seattle is going to prepare New England for what Kansas City has to offer. Mm. Um, so I do, I do see a high scoring game, and it'll probably come down to one of those, you know, Cam Newton, you know, running in for a touchdown to possibly win. But it's got to be something like that. But I think it'll be high scoring, but close.
0: Mm. I, I think going to be a very interesting game. Um, if the New England Patriots are able to pull this off and win this game, I'm telling you, watch out for this team. Yeah, I would never because they just they just lost to Seattle. Mm-hmm. If they come here and lose to the the Chiefs as well, you know that's expected. But it'll say something and it'll make a statement around the league if they were able to beat this Kansas City Chiefs team. I wouldn't be surprised if they won. I I have Kansas City winning this game, mm-hmm. but I would not be surprised if New England won this game just because Cam Newton, even though he's played well in the past when he was in Carolina, it's just something different about him playing under Bill Belichick and playing the scheme. Where they are playing to his strengths. Mm-hmm. I like the way the offenses look. And Trey alluded to it. If they run the ball effectively against this team, mm-hmm. they have a pretty good chance of winning the game. Okay. And I, they can do that. I yeah. Bill Belichick, even, even when Tom Brady was there, Tom Brady had a running game. Mm-hmm. They played running back by committee. Mm-hmm. And that's what they're doing here now. And you know Cam Newton is part of the running game as well. Right. So how is Kansas City going to be able to defend that? We already know that they're not going to be able to stop Patrick Mahomes. But when you look at a team that's led by Belich- Belichick and that defense, they're going to put up some schemes and some little things here and there that are going to slow Patrick Mahomes down. It's just if they can run the ball, New England has a good shot at winning this game. Yeah. I still have Kansas City winning, but we, we'll we we'll see. Yes, sir. I agree. Mm. So those are the games I want to talk about in the NFL. Man, 100 episode. Going to be next. I'm, I'm, I'm pumped. That's I'm excited. Exactly. I, I cannot wait for the 100th episode. Um, that will be the episode where we will announce our winner of our contest. You'll have the opportunity to win a $100 gift card and $100 worth in Twin Peaks gift cards. So if you want to enter into that contest, please go to our Facebook. And it's going to be the very first post there. You have um, different ways you can enter. The more times you enter, the better chances you have of winning. Man, it's been a pleasure, Lo. Thank you for being on. Absolutely. This was great.
2: Big time, Trey. Yes, sir. It was good to hear your voice again, bro. Same here, man. appreciate it, man. Thanks for making this happen and uh, go Lakers. Oh, gosh. <laughs> you ruined it. You ruined it. <laughs> At least you said
0: Lakers to the Cowboys, though. Well, go Cowboys. Yeah, oh, gosh. I'll, oh, that was coming. Yeah. I wasn't going to end the show yeah. like that. <laughs> can, the Braves, can the Braves and the Astros play in the World Series this year? Uh, or no, it's possible. It's possible. It's possible. We'll be there. Hopefully, the Astros are. Ah, don't jinx it, bro. You, you had. Oh, you picked you <laughs> the Braves earlier this year, though. Didn't yes, you? sir. You did. You yeah, we're ready. We're ready, man. Oh man, if this is your first time listening to the podcast, please subscribe. You can do it on any major podcast platform available. If you want to listen to us on the radio, we're on every Sunday morning at ten a.m. on Afro Vice Radio. Check us out there. You can go to our website and also subscribe. That's newchannelsports.net. New channel spelled N-U-C-H-A-N-N-E-L. It has been a pleasure. Next episode, the 100th. 100. We are out. We are out. (laughs) 100. Thanks for listening to the New Channel Sports Podcast. If you like the show, feel free to leave a comment and a five-star rating. Your support is very much appreciated. Also, don't forget to subscribe on Apple Podcasts, Stitcher, Podbean, or on our website, newchannelsports.net. That's new channel spelt in channelsports.net. Got a sports-related question for the crew? Just leave a voicemail on our website. Till next time, have a good one and stay safe out there.